Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 18. Jesus is the rock who saves us from our enemies. When we are in trouble, we cry out for rescue, for help. If we're alone, there may, no, there may be no one to hear you. Who are your enemies? Enemies don't have to be bad people, evil dictators or villains. They could be the storms and trials of life. Sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Psalm 18 is a gratitude prayer from David to God in response to his being saved from his enemy, King Saul. It's also a forward or prophetic look to Jesus, our ultimate savior. Let's dig in. But before I read the Psalm, I want to bring up a new story, or actually two new stories I saw this morning. The first one, uh, yesterday, the CFO or the chief financial officer of Bed Bath & Beyond, it's a major retail chain uh, here in America, for those of you who are outside of America, committed suicide by jumping from the 18th floor of a high rise building in New York City. He came to the company in 2020, that was during the pandemic, to help reorganize it. A few days ago, they announced that they'd be closing 150 stores and laying off 20% of the employees. This man, only 52 years old, must have felt so guilty that he used a permanent solution for a temporary problem. But in addition, apparently he was, he was the subject of an insider training and fraud lawsuit just before his death, documents show. This came out later. In other news, in an interview with Sebastian Gorka, Bonnie Nichols, the wife of J6 political prisoner Ryan Nichols, describes the physical and psychological torture that her husband has undergone while being incarcerated for over 600 days. Ryan Nichols is a Marine veteran suffering from PTSD. Furthermore, he's being tortured and treated in ways that are reminiscent of communist Cuba's political prisoners. Sadly, he is currently on suicide watch. Incidentally, he's not being held in a foreign jail. He's in Washington, D.C., in prison for allegedly participating in the January 6, 2021, quote-unquote, riot. I brought these news stories, these news items up because of the topic of this next psalm. Undoubtedly, we all need Jesus. Psalm 18. And the introduction um, to this psalm reads, for the choir director, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. He sang the song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. He sang, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave or Sheol wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. 
But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountain shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, or cherub, he flew soaring on the wings of the wind. This is probably a pre-incarnate Jesus. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals or lightning bolts. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. Amid the hail and burning coals, he shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed, and they were confused. Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. There was an earthquake. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I have followed all his regulations. I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show, your, your, you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength, I can crush, any, uh, I can crush an army. With my God, I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but God is a solid rock. God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You placed my foot on their necks. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to their rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I ground them as fine dust in the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed my, me ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreign nations cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. 
He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. Psalm 18. All right, so here's some points to ponder. So this also happens to appear in 2 Samuel 22. And it was written after Saul's death at the Battle of Gilboa, and that happened in 1 Samuel 31. Now, if you're not familiar with those stories, you can click on over to my blog, um, which the link is in the show notes, and you can click on uh, the links to read these stories, which um, I go into more in-depth studies on those chapters. David spent 20 years hiding and running from Saul, who wanted to kill him because of jealousy. David uses a lot of imagery and metaphors to convey his utmost thankfulness to God for saving his life. Portions of Psalm 18 are a revelation of Jesus. We worship God because he is worthy, whether we feel like it or not. You can't be sad and be praising God at the same time. It just doesn't work that way. God was angry at Saul because of his disobedience. And that's a whole other story. God told him that he wanted something done in specific and Saul just clearly disobeyed him. So you can, again, you can click on over to my blog and read that story. Like a, um, a war horse, David envisions God snorting up smoke and spitting fire. He rides in on a dark storm cloud and the heavens are like a bow aimed at Saul's demise. And Pastor Sandy Adams explains, and I quote, some folks read Psalm 18 metaphorically, but I take it literally. The battle of Gilboa involved divine intervention. God sent from heaven hail, lightning, brimstone, and an earthquake along with the Philistines to defeat Israel and bring down Saul. And as I mentioned, there is also prophetic meaning to Psalm 18. Bible teachers see in this psalm the storm and darkness that occurred a thousand years after it was written while Jesus hung on the cross. At first glance, David seems to be saying he deserves God's blessing. His righteousness was conceived by the cleanliness of his hands. But David isn't talking about his righteousness with God. Before God, David's goodness was as filthy as filthy rags. David is referring to the way he's treated Saul, his righteousness with people. David acted God's way. David respected Saul, even though he hadn't been respectable. David honored God's anointed one and trusted God to deal directly with Saul. He was blameless. His hands were clean. God rewarded them even when he, he could have struck Saul himself. David chose to trust God to fulfill his promises his way. David's actions testified to his great faith. Unquote. That again was from Pastor Sandy Adams. If you want to uh, watch the video of this whole message and other Psalms, just click on my blog and the link is there. Now, if you've ever been hiking in the mountains, you know that trails can become very narrow and there's a mountain on one side and a steep cliff on the other. David spent a lot of the prior 20 years hiding in the mountains. Hence, he praised God for making him as sure-footed as the deer. Deer, to keep safe from predators, go up mountainsides easily. God gave them skinny legs and hooves that helped them to be sure-footed. It seems to David that God widened his paths so he would not fall. 
the Davidic covenant. In the last, the last phrase refers to 2 Samuel 7, where God promises David an heir who would reign over Israel forever. This heir would establish an eternal kingdom. In the Gospels, both Matthew and Luke show Jesus' lineage to King David. That's the importance of those boring genealogies. They prove that Jesus is a long-awaited Jewish Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus is the rock. Besides that, he is a fortress, shield, deliverer, and a stronghold. The folks who spoke in gospel again explain it very nicely. I quote, David thanks God for coming to his aid and destroying his enemies. He is full of gratitude that the same God also graciously wraps himself in darkness so that his holy power will not destroy those who look to and love him. Rather than destroying him, God's holy power strengthens David. God gives him the strength to bend a bow made out of bronze and makes his feet faster than a deer's. Because of God, both David's earthly and spiritual enemies are judged and destroyed. David ends his psalm by repeating God's promise that one of his offspring will sit on the throne forever. David is confident that an heir to his throne will loyally love his people and rescue them, not just for a period of time, but forever. And the quote continues with, where is the gospel? The loyal, loving, and victorious heir to David's throne is Jesus. He is the offspring of David who brings salvation to all people out of his compassion and love forever. Jesus is a rock, shield, fortress, deliverer, and a stronghold to all who bend the knee to him. And one of the ways Jesus lovingly brings salvation to his people is by destroying evil and those who love it. The loyal, loving, victorious heir to David's throne is Jesus. He is the offspring of David who brings salvation to all people out of his compassion and love forever. Jesus is a rock, shield, fortress, deliverer, and a stronghold to all who bend the knee to him. And one of the ways Jesus lovingly brings salvation to his people is by destroying evil and those who love it. That again was from spoken gospel. Trust Jesus, your rock. Thinking back to my Catholic upbringing, the church didn't teach me to rely on Jesus. We prayed to dead people, Mary and the saints. Jesus is the living God. He is with us 24-7. He is our rock, fortress, high tower, stronghold, shield, protector, and deliverer. He doesn't move. He is solid. You can hang on to him. How to pray Psalm 18. That's what all these um, Sunday Psalms are about. They're how to pray. How to pray the Psalms back to God. So now these are my words paraphrasing this Psalm. So get out a pen and paper and write your own. Better yet, get a journal and go through all the Sunday Psalms. I have a link in, in the blog. And write down your prayers. As Jesus said in John 14, starting in verse 13, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So here goes. I love you, Jesus. You are my strength. You are my rock, my fortress, and my savior. In you and only you, I find protection. You are my shield, the power that saves me and where I feel safe. Only you are worthy of praise. You who saved me from me, or if you can insert your, your own enemy there. I was my own worst enemy. You reached down from heaven and rescued me. You pulled me out of deep waters, the muck and the mire. Thank you for leading me to your safety. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, 
you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me, the Lord Jesus. My God lights up my darkness. Your way is perfect and you keep your promises. A shield for all who look to you for protection. For who is God except you, Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock. God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. The Lord lives. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. For this, O Lord, I will praise you and sing praises to your name. I will spread the good news of your salvation everywhere as we patiently await your deliverance from this evil world. Come, Jesus, come. Maranatha. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you know Jesus? Now, it's not enough to just know who Jesus is. Therefore, you want all the benefits of salvation that only comes through Jesus. You must believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. You must repent of your sins. That is, stop sinning. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. When you ask Jesus to forgive you, he will. All your sins will be wiped clean, past, present, and future, and all means all. Be baptized by water baptism. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over my blog. Click where it says, I don't know Jesus. Check out this beautiful song, which helped me get through two years of unemployment. It's at the bottom of my blog. It's I'll Be Believing by Point of Grace. And it's, it's, it's a perfect song for this. And at the bottom of my blog is also my testimony, if you're not familiar with this. So, um, so go check it out. Again, the link's in the show notes. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. It's now open, my Christian Book Distributors Affiliate Bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discount prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. 
Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.